0: The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the Force of Forces with me. Now witness the firepower
1: of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works.
0: Well, that's us start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 174, recorded February 23rd, 2023. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the KyberCast team. The other half joining me, as always, is...
1: Michael Diaz. How's it going, Joe?
0: Good, Michael. You had in our little chart here that it's 2020. You trying to throw me off when I'm reading? What is, are you trying to make me sound stupid? Is this a setup?
1: You don't need me for that, Joe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no typo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; it's a shit day, dude. <laughs> uh, for anybody that knows, well, there's a lot of people in this country who just went through a bunch of wintry, stormy stuff, and uh, I just finished shoveling. Well, snowmobile snow blowing is that? It sounds like it's easy to do, but it really wasn't easy to do today. <laughs> so i don't know i hate winter i hate it i hate it
1: i uh our approach was basically we're not leaving the house for the last 36 hours and we haven't yeah, so it's all good
0: we haven't either but uh what a week what a week we got a little bit of news um i'll let you start with some of these since you threw them out there
1: well first and foremost which i'm sure so many people are excited to hear is that Hellboy. <laughs> i can't I can't even get to say this with a straight face. Hellboy is being rebooted again because nobody wanted it
0: like an origin reboot
1: or just a- not like another reboot like so they did the first two del Toro movies um and i for what it's worth, I really liked the golden Army. I thought that movie was fantastic. But apparently, it didn't light up enough. Uh, I don't know. It didn't it didn't set the screen on fire, if you will? So they rebooted it just a couple of three years ago with David Harbour. Harbour, um, Harbour. Sorry, David Harbour. My bad. Not Harbour. Uh, from yeah, Har Harbour. Sorry, from Stranger Things. And nobody saw that. Even even fewer people saw that. So I guess what they've decided to do is. Let's reboot it yet again.
0: Because Wouldn't it be who better? To, this? Is it going to be a theatrical reboot, or is it going to be like a yeah. Netflix thing? No, it's a movie. Hmm. Okay, I don't
1: care. I never was a
0: big Hellboy. Well, supposedly this one's going to be different
1: because it's being the script is actually being handled by uh, Mike Mignola, one of the you know the creator of Hellboy.
0: Okay, but is it a reboot, as in? we're going to start with an origin or is it going to be more like the Batman where he already exists and there's no. Well,
1: it's rebooting that they're getting yet another actor to star as Hellboy.
0: I understand that. But my question to you is, is it like, I don't know the origin of Hellboy or is he just going to start with him already existing and it's in in an adventure like the Batman?
1: Nobody knows the story. They've mentioned what it's going to be based off of. So they're probably just going to jump in the middle of it. But here's the thing at this point, nobody fucking cares. Right. So I mention it, I mention it just because it's news, it happened, nobody's going to see this movie, nobody cares, we can move on.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll take the second one since you didn't see these anyways. Um, I still won't. Speaking speaking of possible, which is foolish, but speaking of possible reboots, uh, WB and New Line agree to make more Lord of the Rings movies. Now, I, I read up on this. It seems like Peter Jackson's in the know. He said he's been informed every step of the way. There's no clarity as to if this is a remake, which would be fucking stupid. I won't see that on principle. Um, because the first Lord of the Rings trilogy is just great. It's great. I know it's not for you, but it was great. Um, I don't I mean, they're spending a shit ton of money shit ton of money to make this stuff and uh i mean there's people out there to watch it i am one of them but if i don't know what they're gonna do um they could do i I have no idea what they're gonna do they can do offshoots but if they remake it it, it's just stupid
1: remaking would be stupid yeah Um, i have to believe they're going to do something in that what's it the third third age that's when the uh the movies that you love and adore took place as well as the hobbit that all took place during the third age correct Mm mm-hmm because the T V show, which is not related because Amazon owns that and those are TV rights, so they're different. That said, they make lots of winks and nudges towards the films, do they not?
0: Yes, but it's also winks and nudges towards what's written. I
1: mean Well, yeah, but i yeah. my point is what it takes place the T V show takes place what, like a thousand years
0: before Something like is, that. Second Age, yeah.
1: Yeah, the Second Age. So all that to say, is this gonna piss on amazon's parade i
0: don't i don't think so i I feel like it's the same what was i reading i thought it might be that all under the same ownership now um you know amazon just chose the rights to make this show based off who owns the the visual rights for all these things i think it's under one umbrella now um i think that's what i read but i could be wrong see
1: i i i don't i mean you might be right but if it was all owned to the same umbrella. Why wouldn't Warner Brothers make it no,
0: just owned? now, which is like it was just purchased uh, that, that that's why these things are being reboot by the same people
1: gotcha so the well, same I don't, I, they haven't said a reboot yet, so I wouldn't use that word
0: yeah i it would be so stupid to do a reboot. I mean it was done as good as it could be i mean I mean that could be wrong, but there's no reason to re. it's like it's just uh, Peter Jackson did a great job it's a, those are great um You know, it's not that they're going to do some kind of multiverse nonsense, but I'm sure there's other stories that Tolkien has that they can (laughs) that Tolkien has that they can um, maybe pull from at the same time. Maybe it's short stories. Who the hell knows? It's funny you mentioned multiverse
1: because it seems like every single major conglomerate wants their own multiverse
0: now. Well, sure, it's easy to rip off stories and be, you know, keep it going and. Pulling different actors and whatnot each time you know for the reboot well, in,
1: uh, remember the aborted and terrible mummy reboot with yeah tom cruise yeah yeah nobody wanted that either yeah by the so. way that's the theme for this show joe and i apparently
0: are cranky this week <laughs> yeah Oh no shit i'm i am cranky i'm i'm a lot oh. cranky um but that, it's a lord of the rings is something i really love and um you know uh, it's not on this list, but like I hear that the uh, what's that new Harry Potter video game that's out right now?
1: Oh, you're asking the wrong.
0: It was, guy. It's like the Wizarding World, but I guess it's blown up. Like it's doing really, really good, and now there's talk of Warner Brothers creating something around that in films because it did so well.
1: Well, why wouldn't they? I mean,
0: they got the IP; they got to do something, right?
1: Right. They already made the you know the prequel movies mm-hmm. that apparently they're still making.
0: Or I think it's on, on the shelf, which means no. Ah, But, uh, I mean, I, I did hear that The Cursed Child might be made now. Um, That was a play, which is a s- sequel, I guess, to the Harry Potter, with, with those characters.
1: Right, because, correct me if I'm wrong, The Cursed Child, isn't that about Harry Potter's son or daughter or something? I guess.
0: Maybe they just, you know, pay attention, don't have any more kids, and then no more bad shit would happen, but whatever. Now, <laughs> <laughs> on better news, <laughs> John Favreau confirms that uh, Mandalay no, Season Four is already written. What Star Wars
1: has a direction since when?
0: Well, TV direction.
1: No shit. Very telling. They haven't announced any films yet. Now maybe they're waiting for Star Wars Celebration in London. Right,
0: which the next celebration they said isn't going to happen until 2025. So After skip. the London one? Yeah, they're skipping a year.
1: Because they have nothing to talk about. Because they have nothing me. to talk about.
0: Nothing to But, well, Mando starts one week from yesterday. so the, That I'm excited about. The next time we get together, we'll have to talk Mando. Um, we'll have to find some time since uh, next week is going to be kind of goofy schedule-wise. But um, the next few weeks are going to be goofy, but we'll figure it out. Um, so, are you excited for next week, though, for Mando to start again? Any- oh yeah,
1: Mando. Mando is the only new batch of Star Wars that has held up; that it's good, like season after season. I'm excited for uh, Andor. After I liked Andor as well. Okay, Andor. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that, but I mean, Andor was one season; it was fantastic. But I'm saying, Mandalorian is t- tried and tested at this point. Yeah. Whereas, like, seriously, every day I start to dislike the sequel trilogy more and more. <laughs> like, the just, further we get away from it, the more angry I get.
0: Uh, the yeah, the thing, for me, it's rewatchability for anything. And they're just, most of them are just not rewatchable. Force Awakens is rewatchable. No. No, it's not? It's not. I liked The Force Awakens when it first came out. I enjoyed
1: it. I liked it when it first came out, but the next two movies affect his viewing because you know you're getting shit, and then you look at it. I was I was more than fine to kind of overlook the fact that, holy shit, J.J. Abrams is basically doing a greatest hits of Star Wars in this film, and it's not very good story, but of course not. It's J.J. Abrams. He doesn't know how to tell a good story. But anyway, um, it is a greatest hits of Star Wars, and... I was like, you know, what, if this is what it takes to get it back off the ground, all right. But then we get a shitty movie, and then another shitty
0: movie. Um, they're they're not rewatchable, really. Exactly. Which is funny because over the years, I've what you know, it's one, I guess it's a Lucas thing. And and the prequels were picked to hell. People didn't like them, but they become more watchable as time went on. It's the opposite. Well, and here's the thing too. You look
1: back and like the comics like the Darth Vader comics, the Dr. Aphra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, you know, and those are really kind of, in, you know, in the original trilogy era. Right. But they make reference to things and like with the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch and seeing Ahsoka, those all harken back to the prequel trilogy. So they're building from that. They don't know where the fuck they're going right now. So they haven't, there's nothing that's, Post sequel trilogy yet. Right. Because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No. I mean, don't let me just make it clear here. I know we've started in a bitch session and you and I are cranky this week. Um, I love Star Wars. I wanted to love that sequel trilogy so much. But the only thing, like I said, that is really tried and tested is The Mandalorian. Now, andor might get there. That first season was fantastic. Let's see if they can do it again for season two.
0: But and while not perfect, I enjoyed Obi Wan, but probably not for the same reasons everybody else did. I enjoyed it, but
1: again, not perfect. Not yeah. not that the Mandalorian is perfect, but I, it's the closest they've gotten to perfect.
0: I really wish though they would take a, a lead from HBO a bit and and stop with the twenty six minute episodes. <laughs> Like, do each one should be 45 at least.
1: I'm okay with this. As long as it's not a padded 45.
0: No, but I mean, you know, if you, you don't watch The Last of Us, but it's so fucking well written and good and like every second and it's an hour and you're just like, God, or like Game of Thrones. Right. It's like that.
1: I watch House of the Dragon and yeah. it's one hour of intense well-written TV even when it's every people,
0: week. even when it's people talking around a table, right they find a way right to make it intriguing um, I don't disagree I just want, I wish I could just be deeper like when they get into the acolyte, which I can't wait for, that just seems like something that could be totally different and totally great and um, push us in different areas, but um anywho. Mando next week. I'm super stoked for it. I hope it's good. I'm sure it'll be decent. Um, 100% psyched. So, yeah, it's, like I said. And I'm wondering, that- too, like, you know, with Mando season two and then even Book of Boba Fett, like this stuff was done during COVID. I'm assuming that this episode, this season, a little less COVID worries, a little more money spent, a little more time, maybe.
1: Well, I mean, come on. We, we've gone over this already. The best part. Of Book of Boba Fett was the Mandalorian.
0: <laughs> well, you know? not, well, I really liked the first two episodes of, of Book of Boba Fett because I thought, oh, it was cool, we had somewhere to go, and it just didn't go. Right, but then almost Picard, like, but then we got, but it was I, got, Book of Boba Fett was better than Picard season two, full stop. I, I you
1: know I can't disagree. We already know <laughs> yeah. I gave Picard the entire <laughs> benefit of the doubt, and it. I can lay a turd right, right on my chest. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, I'm looking forward to the Mandalorian season three. Mandalorian season two point five that occurred in three episodes of the Book of Boba Fett was fantastic. The rest of Boba Fett wasn't. But Mandalorian's back. The the king is back. Um, well, the king.
0: We'll see. All right, well, it's a pretty bad geek this week. Uh, I'm reading Lord of the Rings still, and uh, Last of Us, which Michael's not uh, into, but uh, god that show. i into it.
1: I just can't find time to watch it. Man. I know,
0: but you're missing it when everybody else is watching it, which is the hard part.
1: Eh, I'm past it. I'm over it. Yeah. I watched, I watched Breaking Bad five years after it left the air, then I was like,
0: man, this show's really good. Are people watching this? I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for Michael to come on here and go. Have you heard of this show, Mash? It was really good.
1: No, I do not like Mash.
0: <laughs> no, but the point is, it's I know pretty... what you mean.
1: I know what you mean. Um, I love. Them. We actually discussed it, Shaylee and I discussed it. She's got, you know, she's heard the buzz too. She's like, maybe, maybe it's a show I can watch. Oh, she actually brought it up because uh, Shaylee actually sat down and, I okay. I'm not that much of an egotist. I early on when we first started doing this podcast, I would listen to it just to see where I can improve and what mistakes I made. And, <laughs> and now you that. just don't
0: give a shit, so you don't listen to it anymore.
1: No, it's like, <laughs> I mean, so I don't give a shit. I think we've got it. You know, we've got a good rhythm. I think we've got. I mean, yes, there's always room for an improvement, but I think we've got a good rhythm. Um, I don't. You know, every once in a while I'll go back and I'll listen to a recent episode, but I, I don't listen to it like I used to.
0: Okay.
1: But we actually listened together in the car last week's fantastic interview with Heather and host. If you yeah. haven't listened yet, please check it out. It was absolutely brilliant. probably one of the best we've had. A hundred percent agree. Um, But we listened to that together, and she's like that part where Heather's like, "Oh, you got to watch The Last of Us." Shaley was like, "Maybe, maybe we can try it. Try it. Maybe we can watch it during the day. We can check it out." <laughs> and she's, "Dude, we didn't even watch an episode." She's like. I'm like, well let me pull up the trailer <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> and she's like, No, I can't I can't do that. I can't do it. She's like, It looks a lot like the walking dead. I'm like
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean yes. yes, no. yes. it's yes and yeah. no, but the premise is she's not wrong.
1: Yeah, she couldn't do The Walking Dead. So I was
0: like, Yeah, I I said,
1: I, I uh I played along. I, I but I knew this was not gonna happen. And even watching the trailer. She's like, I'm sorry.
0: Don't be. It's Did she like anything. the episode though? Our episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. She thought it was really fun. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Anybody, please listen to to Heather Antos from last week. She's, uh, uh, I can't say it enough. That was so much fun that, um, you know, maybe this is like coming down off of that. And that's why. I'm so I'm excited to do this, this show. It's just that that was such a good one that you can't have sometimes too good in a row. But I think that it does tell us that, you know, um, maybe we should get some other people to talk to because, you know, Michael and I are fairly boring. So we'll try and get, if, he, if anybody out there uh, wants us to interview somebody, let us know who that person might be and we'll try And don't say like George Lucas, cause that ain't going to happen. You know, yeah. sure. I'd love to get Hayden Christensen, but he's going to, he's not going to fucking talk to us. No. You know, Paul Rudd might, but I don't Well, woody <laughs> He's all over the circuit right now. So figure if we just throw our hats in the ring once in a while i don't know how that happens
1: i think shaley would kill me if we got <laughs> paul rudd on here <laughs> why would she kill you she would come on anyways she'd be so jealous but uh so geek this week god we literally got off on a tangent there it's all right um i'm still reading lone wolf and cub volume six because apparently i have slowed down tremendously been reading it for three weeks now but We'll touch on this in a little bit. I did see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania.
0: So all right, tell us your spoiler free, because Idiot Me hasn't had a chance to see. It. It's been busy. And I know, you know, we're we'll probably past by the time we get our review out, people are like, um, well, dude, we're gonna watch uh whatever's we're gonna watch um whatever is gonna come out anyways. You know, I don't know what that is, but um, the review will probably come out by the time it
1: hits Disney Plus. <laughs>
0: That's but okay. That's okay. That's okay.
1: Yeah. Um, not spoilery. I enjoyed it. Uh, is it the best Marvel movie? No, not at all. Is it even the best Ant Man movie? Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, it's still funny, but not as funny as the first two. I thought.
0: I don't that care said, about funny. I care about: is this going to lead somewhere? Does it tell us what the hell's happening in Phase Four, or Five? Oh, it's it definitely on.
1: is going to lead somewhere. Definitely.
0: But does it wrap up Phase Four, or is it the beginning of Phase Five?
1: No, this is the beginning of Phase Five.
0: Okay, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. I thought uh, I thought what kind of forever was like last phase. Yeah, but one. that didn't connect to fucking anything. That yeah. could have happened before Shang Chi, and I would even know. You got a is good it, point. They good don't point. they don't do anything about timeline story. There's a fucking statue in the ocean that Namor didn't talk about. Some celestial sitting out there. For years now that he didn't talk about it's his <laughs> yeah, fucking water isn't it yeah wouldn't he be pissed about that i mean you would think marvel is like
1: seriously uh yeah the uh what was the name of the movie now does not the Celestials the eternals video. yeah sorry <laughs> isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that telling yeah uh the eternals really has become the redheaded stepchild
0: i think marvel. phase four has become there i i i think Marvel is truly on the precipice of falling. I do. You can say that, but they're still making all that money. The Ant-Man people it's not
1: a critical darling. It's not a commercial darling. Made tons of money still. The first weekend. It might drop off. It's going to drop off. They all drop off precipitously. It happens.
0: Usually it's somewhere around if you're over 50 if you're 50% and under in drop off, that's considered really good. Right, Right. so if it's a sixty percent drop off or over, then it sounds like okay, this is going to flop. It's really week two is when they tell you.
1: Oh, I understand. You know, like I guess said, I'm not going to ruin anything. It does set up the entire phase five, if not the entire. Well, it's really kind of the first piece of this whole, you know, Kane dynasty.
0: Is there an end credit scene or two end credit scenes? Two. Okay. One at right after the f- initial credits, and one at the end cre- credits.
1: There's one right after the credits are completely over.
0: Okay, good to know.
1: So yeah, two end credit scenes. Uh, they're important. It's like I said, it's a fun movie. Um, I will say this without ruining anything: they make Modoc work, and it works pretty well, and it makes sense the way they put him in there.
0: Is it uh, what's his face? Is the voice?
1: It is not. It, uh, the one from the- from Cartoon? Whom- um, yeah, it's yeah, not What's his fantastic. name? Patton Oswald? Yeah, it is not Pat Oswald. That would have been fantastic, but no, it's not him. Okay. I won't spoil it. You just have to see it to see who the voice is.
0: Okay. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> no, it is not. Okay. Um, I won't. I don't want to say anything. No, nope, I'll eventually
0: see it, and we'll we'll talk about it. But but
1: they somehow it somehow works and makes sense. I mean, I, they pulled off fucking Modoc. That's all I got to say. You know, this makes me think. Like ten years ago, when DC was like, I don't know, man, women superheroes are really hard. And then there's that meme. It's like, meanwhile, here's Marvel. Here's a raccoon with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Um. um Marvel so, can take ridiculous concepts and make them work. So, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I really look forward to you seeing it so we can discuss. Because, Kind of like Daredevil
0: Season 3. Me too. <laughs> Looking forward to it. This is
1: a little bit more timely. But uh, the only uproar that I've really seen about it is, you know, some people are bitching about the visual effects. And there's been some back and forth about how Marvel's priority was, you know, Wakanda forever. So, and there's this whole thing just kind of brewing underneath about the, how, you know, Marvel is the big kid on the block. And you're going to work on their movies. And, you know, these VFX companies are, you know, bidding these out. They're saying, we'll get this done in X number of hours or weeks or whatever. And it just has to get done. And it's not like these employees are getting, like, overtime and stuff because it's a contract. This is what we're delivering to Marvel. And it's going to come in at this price.
0: Yeah, it's not right if you look in all that so, stuff.
1: so to be clear, you know, that's not cool of Marvel. Just make sure where we stand on that. But at the same time, well,
0: it's not cool of Marvel to Let's be just the, say cool let's just that. say that the way the the way the movie industry works is they just put it out for bid. It's it's the effects company's problem if they underbid it.
1: Yeah, but the thing is part of it is that if they don't you know they don't want to get blacklisted, or blackballed. Or no, but if you
0: keep on, if you keep underbidding it, you're, you're all cutting your nose to spite your face. I mean, it's it's just a foolish way to do business. I mean, yeah, like what was that? There was an effects company. What just a couple,
1: three, maybe it was five, ten years ago now, that
0: won an Oscar for
1: visual effects, and in between the time the movie that they worked on came out and the Oscars, the company had folded because they spent mm, too much money.
0: They underbid. Right. Yeah. Um. So you, I mean, anyways, I'm not getting into the business of things, but if you. your time is worth something and if you're just going to try and get the contract to get it, you know, that's not.
1: Yeah, but I, I, again, not to get into the whole industry of it, but if you're bidding what you think is a fair rate and then every other company is bidding less and some of those companies sometimes, go under that. Yeah,
0: sometimes that you got to say no. Because if you run your business right, you're like, i will going to take that Marvel one, but I'll take these other ones then. And then when the other people take are underbidded and they're out of business, they'll come back to me. But there maybe won't, be, sure anybody, there won't be anybody there, <laughs> you know?
1: Maybe so. Anyway, that's that's the only big argument. I mean, there are some other things about Ant-Man, but some people kind of diss the visual effects. And maybe, maybe I'm old and I don't see as well. Because yeah, I we'll probably we'll, talk
0: because we are have to talk about that with Picard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so. so remember that line that he's old and doesn't see as well. Yes. So mm-hmm.
1: that's uh, that's all I gotta say
0: there. All right. Moving on. If anybody would like to help out the show for a buck a month, one dollar a month is our minimum less than a cup of coffee. Our minimum hell yeah, it's less than a cup of coffee. That's like you can't where can you buy a cup of coffee for a dollar? Well, unless you have your AARP card like I do, I think you can get it at McDonald's. Hey. I can get one soon too. <laughs> um, check out our Patreon page at KyberCast, Our Patreon, sorry, patreon.com slash KyberCast. I get that wrong every time. Maybe that's why, no, patreon.com slash KyberCast. Um, so, yeah. All right, let's jump into our main topics. We're going to talk Bad Batch and Picard. We'll leave Picard for the second half because I don't think Bad Batch is going to take that long uh michael we're catching up on episodes seven through ten is that what you're saying here is that what yeah that's
1: how long since we've talked about it
0: wow okay i gotta look uh i mean i just want i mean I, i'm caught up but but you had you were um i'm caught up too okay i wasn't sure what you were.
1: If you i finished there. the most recent episode right before we started recording
0: okay so going back to um episode let's see oh they got it here the clone conspiracy that's that's episode 7 um that was a good episode actually i don't disagree Th- that was a really good one that that was that one seemed to to kind of get back into the um yeah 7 and 8 were very good episodes cuz they were kind of yeah. like back on that story that Shouldn't say it's the story that I want to see, but it is the story I want to see, <laughs> you know, the whole politic of it.
1: Exactly. Even though 7 and 8 were had different writers, different directors, they were kind of two halves of the same episode. Where you, Again, we have Rampart again, uh, and I know we've said this before, but earlier in the season when he showed up and he basically execu- executed a clone, I mean, I, know, I understand that this show is not a kid's show per se. No. Um, it's for everyone, but it that was a level of darkness. Even though they panned far away, you know he executed that clone. Right. It's obvious. Right. But it was a bit of darkness I was not expecting from this show. And so now we're back to this kind of storyline with Rampart and all that. And it's – I feel it does a very nice job of explaining why the clones were – Removed from military service and why? Wow, how stormtroopers came about? I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, clones very- actually,
0: these, ironically, clones had honor, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It's you know and how. But what's you know since it's a two parter, you know when you at the end of the first one, seven, uh, the uh, episode seven, the clone conspiracy. Um, what's her name? Uh, Chuch something like that. Trudgy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's rescued by Rex. So brings Rex into the fold. And then in the next episode, Rex brings a bad batch in the fold to try and, uh, it it reminded me of the, the clone wars or not the clone wars, uh, attack of the clones, the, uh, tracking the bounty hunter and, you know, the, the detective side of the, yeah, of the star Wars, which was cool. But, um, the setup of ramparts, um, and how amazingly like i'm I'm going fast because it's like there's not a lot that happens but just brilliant palpatine writing agreed of how I he agree. like oh this is great you found out that you know but i'm afraid that the clones just wouldn't follow order like like he turned it around perfectly even though the truth got out he let the truth go out there
1: yeah and he and, worked
0: with it and learned how you know which is what palpatine did from the beginning he never really lied no <laughs> he did but didn't i mean you know um
1: gave a version of the truth that
0: yeah but even the that the funny thing about the siths is they actually they don't lie because like dooku when dooku had obi-wan and tech of the clones he told him everything yeah what if i told you a sith Lord was already in the air and you know we should band together and take him out He didn't believe him. He's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dummy.
1: (laughs) Now, seven and eight were two of the better episodes. Because, again, anything that relates back to, you know, how the clones are being basically relegated, being pushed aside, and how the stormtroopers came to be, you know, iron fist of the Empire. It's all very interesting. And, of course, anytime Rex shows up, it's good. And every time I see him, I, I don't think it, it's still not canon yet that Rex is the old guy with the beard in Return of the Jedi. Correct? Right. Is that just a theory? But every Allegedly. time I every time I see him and he does something like he did in this episode, these two episodes, I'm like, he's totally that guy. He's totally that guy.
0: Right? Right. Allegedly. Um, now, at the end of of uh, eight, is that when Echo leaves? Yes, correct. So that was a big deal for for Omega, who's learning that you know family moves on, and um, so you get, which leads into the next episode of why she gets pretty upset that you know, um, uh, you would think I would remember everybody's bad Batch name, but Tech? Tech, yeah, is more mechanical, let's say logical, the Spock of the group, yeah. um. But I thought it was a nice moment where he revealed,
1: even though I may not react like everyone else, it doesn't mean it doesn't affect me.
0: Right. Well, what she doesn't understand is when she fell down that well, he didn't hesitate.
1: Yeah. He immediately jumped down.
0: Yeah. So it's there. Anyways, in, the, in, in, in uh, episode nine, um, they, they're sent to a mining area under, from that. What's her name? Uh Ray Perman. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> gonna say Raya Perman. Uh, but I forgot. Sid. You know. Sid. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Another mission. Get me some stuff. Give me some juice from my mind. Things go awry. And then she won't help help
1: him. Sid is kind of worthless, really.
0: Well, I think if you look at what I think what they're gonna learn is as if you get once you get into You know, not a lot happens in episode nine other than they're trying to, and they're stuck and the ship gets stolen. And, you know, how are they going to get out of this? Right. Um, And it was more a character episode of those two getting to know each other more tech and Omega and, you know, the idea of what family means and home. What is a home uh, with their ship is their home. And you got their pet, uh, Gonky, their dog which is just, you know, battery pack unit, right. Donk droid. Effective one too. Yeah. Um, which proved to be important, but, uh, but it was a good episode, but leading into this, to the second part of it, where they get to this other mining area uh, and you got this bad dude, you know, where it turns into a Charles Dickens movie, um, with Mako, 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 right? Yep.
1: Mako, 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 whatever.
0: (laughs) Um, has a bunch of kids, you know, um, working the mines for him, you know, a la Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom kind of thing. Um, Oliver Twist, Oliver Twist, yeah, it's just it's a typical, you know, and this guy's basically lying to them and getting him to work hard and all that stuff, um, and then the Bad Batch kind of frees them. But then what the thing? What I was getting at is that Omega kind of understands, like, boy, there's more than just bad people in the Empire. There's fucking bad people everywhere. Exactly. And I think maybe she's going to see like she's going to finally see that she's being taken advantage of by Sid and that you know the whole Bad Batch doesn't maybe see that but she's she's going to be the one to say fuck off. I think maybe they,
1: they see it but I I see I think they see that their options are limited and that she is the she's the a means to an end for right now.
0: Yeah, but they haven't even done. Like so this the season's kind of strange because they haven't actually done anything this season. They failed every mission.
1: Oh yeah, good point. They keep going. Well, they did find that other vein of Ipsium. So they, I. But they, they lost
0: it. They it. blew that. They blew that thing up. We we didn't oh, see them right. go. They blew up to get out of the thing.
1: That's true. Good point.
0: Um. So we didn't see them go back to that mine and get more before they left. Um. Also, Sid didn't send anybody. So that's another. <laughs> after they talked to her. Right. Of course it did happen quite I don't know. I don't I don't know time in bad Batch land and how long time goes. Um, but they haven't really succeeded this year.
1: Yeah, it makes me wonder where this show is going cuz I mean, they were kind of like the A team taking on projects to keep funding their lives, but you're right, they really haven't been successful this season at all.
0: No, it's something that always goes awry.
1: I don't know. Episodes seven and eight, like I said, were a lot of fun for me because I do like that intrigue, and I liked Rampart. Uh, nine and ten were fine, but
0: they're fine. Uh, they, but there's too much fine this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, there's too much. Yeah, it's almost like there's too much filler. If I think if they just cut out all these episodes, like nine and ten, which I get it, they're, they're building their relationships. As you noted with episode number nine, you see Echo, not Echo, uh, Tech, and Omega Bond. Um, that's nice and all, but again, my interest is really in like the stormtroopers and the, the fate of yeah. the clones as a whole. So those are op- those episodes always are much stronger. And it, maybe again, I should just shut up and believe in Filoni and maybe these what I call. Filler episodes are not really filler and there's going to be a point, but right now it's almost, I almost got to choke them down. Like I'm like, oh, I got to, like if, if I was left to my own devices, I probably wouldn't have watched these last two episodes today, but I knew where we were recording. So I was like, I, I have to watch these now,
0: but I wouldn't say that I particularly enjoyed them. They were fine. They were fine. I'm I'm not so happy this season with Bad Batch. I'll be honest. I think it, it's it, because a I don't know how many seasons they're going to be, which the, which is probably why I want the story faster. Also, the way that Star Wars has been done, you know, Obi Wan six episodes. Like you got to get to the story. You know, um, Boba Fett was like what eight episodes? I think. Yeah. I don't know how many are in Mando this season. Probably another eight. Like, you know, you only have so many and it feels like it goes so fast on those. But like the Bad Batch, like they didn't say, is there, is there going to be four seasons? Is there going to be two? Is this the end of the season after the? You know what I mean? Like, so in my head, it's like, well, there's only two seasons. So get me to the story. I don't need to see this, right. um, but I could be wrong. Maybe they have it slated as eight seasons. How the fuck do I know? Uh, and all this stuff will come back around later. You know, I don't know. Maybe they don't know.
1: Yeah, like we've talked about the fact that we already know the title for the 16th and final episode this season. Plan 99 has to probably do with the clones just because it's like a, an inversion of Order 66. But does that mean the series is ending? Or I don't, know. I, I don't think so. I don't think Disney would just end it quite so abruptly. But then again, do I care if they get a third season at this point?
0: depends where right. it ends up it depends where it leaves right. i mean I, I mean that's the point right What what's the cliffhanger right if you ask me right now i'm kind of mad on it right yeah i mean i'm mad i mean i'll take any star wars content that that i can throw on and that i haven't seen yet and i'll watch it um better than if, unless you know unless they replace it with another animation series i don't want them to stop doing it that animation i like this animation i like the art direction of the stuff shit the ships look better here than picard which we'll talk about. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I you know I, I, I'm liking where it's at. I, I like the show, but I, I want more out of it. That's all. I want more. I'm I'm uh, we you know I don't I don't need to see crossover characters. I don't need to see Tarkin or anything like that. It'd be cool, but what I do want to see is what's happening with the with the troopers and how they get you know
1: the politics exactly I'm right through with you.
0: So, anyways, I think that's fine for the Bad Batch. We'll see. Hopefully it kicks in. We only have, what, six episodes left? Yeah. Yeah. So, the last third of the season? I don't know. So, Picard is back, Michael. Your buddy, your pal, your favorite. Your your time of Star Trek began with uh, Next Gen. Correct. This is this is your dude. This is your crew. Yes. This is your season. It's like they went to this. They went to the wall and said, "We got to get these guys for one last ride." Here we go. So I'm going to let you start the critique of Picard episode one and two.
1: Well, let's start right off the bat. Spoiler warning. Yeah, spoilers. We've seen the episodes. We're going to spoil the hell out of them. So here's your, here's the pause. And here we go. Go. First off, the title of that first episode of season three, The Next Generation. I'm going to go right to it. Admittedly, you think, oh yeah, we know then everyone everyone knows for the last year, year and a half, they've been talking about how the next gen cast is going to show up, just about all of them, this season. So... Of course the title must be the next generation of course that's what it's about no it's not it means that yes but it ends on a terrible cliffhanger where regard apparently has not spoken to Beverly Crusher in 20 years and then meets her son who apparently looks to be about 20 years old
0: with an English accent somehow with an right with an English accent because I don't remember Crusher's does she have an English accent? <laughs> she does not. Okay, how the fuck does he have one then if he grew up with her?
1: But it's it's so funny. It's like what? Well, the funny thing is too is it's kind of an inside joke. Jean Luc Picard, right? Is fucking French, right? Does not have a French accent. No, that's an argument people have been making for forty years. I'm not going to bring it up again.
0: No, but the weird thing was at the end of that episode where he said, No, Jean Luc, I am your son. (laughs) What? I'm joking. But, okay, we'll go back into these
1: episodes more in depth. But the next generation ends with that cliffhanger. And then the entire second episode is just basically an extension of that until finally, in the last minute, stop the ship.
0: Stop the ship. I'll kill everybody if my son... We'll all die then. Right. Oh, wait. <laughs> 500 people can't die unless
1: it's my son. Then right. fuck them all. Right. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. So so are you liking this series so far? <laughs> In a word, yes, I am. It's fun to see the next-gen crew showing up. Is it fun because it's nostalgia or is it fun because it's written well? It's probably more nostalgia, I'm okay. not going to lie. It was cool to see Beverly Crusher right at the beginning of episode one. But, I'm sorry, I don't want to think... I mean, Beverly Crusher, Gates McFadden, the actress, beautiful woman. I get it, she's, what, in her 60s, 70s now, something like that. Still a fantastic looking woman. No problem there, this is not ageism, but... Picard's like 80-something, right? Kid's 20. I don't want to think. I'm like, what? You're telling me that Jean-Luc in his 60s and his 50-ish-something girlfriend bumped uglies and had a kid? Man, the future is magical. You can have children that old? Well, Well, dude, I mean, for men,
0: yes. Women's a little tougher. I mean, I get that it happens. Happens a lot. Not a rare occasion here now. No, no, no. For like Charlie Chaplin had a shit ton of kids. Like there's a ton of people that have kids late in life. Yeah, yeah. I'm, men, I'm talking men. about
1: women having kids that late in life.
0: She well, to be maybe there was some out of body like she was pregnant, but then I don't know. Maybe there was some weird. But he didn't know about it? Like he didn't know well, he had a son? Well, they didn't talk, right?
1: Well, they obviously didn't stop. They obviously stopped talking because she was prego. <laughs> John took off. Hey, my kid. <laughs>
0: so, I mean,
1: okay it it's cool to see the USS Titan A. I will pause so Joe can talk about why he doesn't like the animation there, the special effects. Dude, the
0: ships look like shit. Um, they may drawn well, but they look worse than a video game. They are so flat, so saturated with color on the outside. It's fucking terrible. It's horrible. It's flat. Like it is absolutely abhorrent to watch go from the outside then to the cheap ash set inside. And it's the problem I have. I've said it many times about Star Trek is it's just cheap. It fucking looks cheap. You, Oh my God, we got hit by something. Let's shake the camera. Ooh, we're all gonna thing, and we're in this boom, ooh, and things are climbing over us. What just happened? They threw a ship at us. No, they fucking played a video game and threw another digital thing at a digital thing.
1: Well, it's all digital nowadays. Yeah, but but. It's,
0: but but it's fucking bad digital, like like really bad. Like the I've, EA Sports has fucking better graphics than that. It's well, terrible, dude. It's cheap.
1: That's because Marvel has all the
0: VFX
1: budgets. Maybe. Um, so but. I guess my question to you are you liking this series so far
0: better than season two i don't know what that yeah, means
1: exactly <laughs> um, right there with you
0: you know two what was a turd the only thing i liked so far it's been fine it's okay the only thing i like so far is warf coming in and cutting heads
1: that was pretty badass i geeked the fuck out when warf showed up in episode two disengage
0: i like the gray i like the aging i think he looks cool as hell um he disengaged that fucking head didn't he yeah, he did. <laughs> um, um oh So that gosh. was cool. I mean, there's some good parts to it. I don't like that character that he's with. What's her name? That's like... Under, Rafi? Yeah. I just don't like that character. Rafi. Um, Rafi. Um, she just seems like she's always in crisis. I'm just tired. You know, always. From the last <laughs> season. like.
1: You know, in my 30s at some point, I realized that there are certain people that... Bad things happen to them and they had bad luck. But a lot of them I realized, no, these are your decisions you've, you've made. You've made a lot of poor decisions in your life. You are a lot of drama. Right. And I don't want that in my life. Is that where Afi is?
0: Yes. 100.
1: <laughs> now that said, she is given Sophie's Choice. Do I get a word in with my son or do I get a word in with uh, Mr. Weird Ferengi Dude? Yeah, I didn't like that either. Like, fuck you then. You should die. <laughs> well, I, to be fair, it was a rough situation. And I thought, that's a Starfleet response. Do I want to reconnect with my son? Yes. However, if that's going to cost hundreds, if not thousands, of lives, I see why she made that choice. So, the,
0: the problem with. The problem with Star Trek, this. Whatever's happening now in the last three years is that they write some of these characters thinking that they're the only ones that that have to save the galaxy. And it just doesn't work like that. Like there's a whole Starfleet. What she's the only one that can solve all this and start the only one. So I'm gonna just
1: do it. I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, I'm gonna take the drugs a, again,
0: even though I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. And it's like Okay, you can't contact Picard. Like you have no other friends to call and say you're a problem. Like, like here's what's going on, guys. I I don't know what what. let It's like, no, I'm just gonna do it because I'm cool, and I can get away with it. Well, this is all. It's it, they've been doing that with Discovery. It's like I'm always right, no matter what. Even if all of Starfleet's wrong, I'm right, and I'm gonna prove everybody that I'm right. And I'm gonna cry doing it. I'm not gonna
1: disagree. I would say that better writing, um like we saw in some of the films, not all the films, but sometimes characters find themselves in a position where I happen to be in this situation. And because of that, I am literally the only person that can like, not just me, but me and the rest of the crew that are here in this thing, we happen to be at a point in time where if we do nothing, terrible, terrible things are going to happen. So we have to do something now, but, there has been a subtle shift, and but it's important where they keep putting characters where I'm the only person that can save the universe. No, no, no. If you end up in a situation where oh shit, I ended up in this spot, and because I'm here, and I don't we don't have time to go get the cavalry to save the universe, I have to make a call right now. That's one thing, but always believe in I'm the only person that can save you the universe, the galaxy, whatever it is, you're 100% right. So, it's funny to me that they kind of paint this new captain, the captain of the USS Titan, Liam Shaw, as a dick. And even I, f- my first reaction is, he's a dick. But at the same time... He's right! He's right! <laughs> you can't just be fucking cowboys and decide, ah, oh, you know, I'm an admiral, you're a captain, we're going f- <laughs> to fuck fuck starfleet we're gonna go do this thing because uh some chick i knocked up 20 years ago stopped talking to me but she needs help right what
0: yeah it's it's kind of absurd so far
1: it is it is
0: so i feel like they could write like the villain's cool what's her name lydia from uh fisher king i don't know and from I i forget her name um I don't know by her characters. I just watched Pulp Fiction. And she was good in that Honey Bunny. Yes. Um, uh, what's her name? She's great. Amanda Payne. I don't know. I forget her name.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, yeah, she, I thought she was great too. She's creepy, but she's she's chewing up the scene. Oh, you want you want to
0: know the coolest thing of both episodes? That was awesome. That fucking lighter. That's the best tech I've seen on, t- on television. Her cigarette oh, lighter. Oh, wait, she wait, like what's. She had a cigarette that she pulled apart, and it kind of lit in the middle. It was a totally different way of lighting. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was
0: like, "That's cool. That's cool tech back then." It's good to see that you know, uh, uh, was it? I'm trying to think of a a cigarette brand or or, or Philip. What is Philip Morris? Is that right? I'm good to see they're still around. (laughs) They still made it through. Um,
1: Hey man, people like cigarettes.
0: uh, I just. You know, I, I try to like Star Trek. I really try. And let's do it. And but like the way they approach some of this stuff and the che- it's just so fucking cheap.
1: Well, okay. Let me say this. I am enjoying the show and I realize we're cranky and it's going to sound like I'm doing nothing but shit on the show. But let me throw this out there. Do you think the bridge, the, all the bridges we've seen now in all three seasons of Picard Do you think they're all black and poorly lit to hide the fact that things are so cheap? Yes. (laughs) Yes. 100%. Which, it's funny to me because the bridge on board the Discovery is also very dark, which is completely different from every other Star Trek show I've ever seen. And I don't know how it was on uh, Star Trek Enterprise because I never watched it. But you think back, even to the Abrams films, he went the complete opposite direction. He wanted each bridge to look like an Apple genius store, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is super, I mean, lens flare, lens flare, that's the old joke. Sure. But everything is so white and pristine and it looks, you know, apparently in the future, it's a lot
0: easier to keep stuff clean.
1: Everything is just shiny and white and brilliant.
0: Well, he went against like, okay, how do I differentiate from Star Wars, which is more of a used, you know, dirty and you know, used universe? Where, I mean, right. I can understand that as an art direction, but at least the ships look like they were solid. Yes, I'm. I'm totally in. I'm. I'm no. Like I'm talking that. not from just the inside, even the outside. They look like it was metal and not like
1: they looked real. Like, not okay, like okay. Not,
0: not like I drew it in Illustrator myself.
1: I see you're saying, well, you know what? There is something to be said. Not that he did this. Obviously, they spent a fair amount of money on the models in there. But there is something to be said for the old school way of actually filming models.
0: Let's say, okay, great. Let's say, I don't know the budget for Picard. Do you think it was equal to Andor? No. No?
1: Not not even
0: close. And it shows. It does. I mean, the ships in Andor look fucking great.
1: Well, just aesthetically, like I said, Discovery, the bridge is all black and dark, which is fine. It was a different time period. It's 10 years before Enterprise, or not Enterprise, before um, the original series. Right. I'm trying to remember the bridge on uh, Strange New Worlds. I think it was brighter. It looked more like a modern take on, because it's the it's the Enterprise we're going to know and love in the original series. Right. So it's not dark like Is in Discovery. But the ships in Picard all look like the Discovery, you know, the Discovery in that they're all dark. And I guess that's the new aesthetic to make everything black and dreary so everyone is suffering from seasonal affective disorder when they're on board a ship. (laughs) Again, it really sounds like I'm shitting on the show. But, and maybe it's because I've been talking to you, but I'm seeing things I don't usually see. And I'm like... I think aesthetically, the black, dark bridges look cool. But at the same time, I'm like, you can hide a lot.
0: Just because you can't see what
1: the fuck is going on.
0: Especially when you put, you have it really dark, but then you have neon bright yes. lines around it. And you're just like, okay. I, this is like a fucking fun house at the carnival. Love it.
1: Right. So, like I said, the first episode I was good with. I enjoyed it. The second episode, I mean, the second episode is always tougher, but at the same time, it was really kind of an extended, extended extension of the tease from the first episode where they're like, what? That's fucking Picard's son? Because that's the first thing everyone thinks, right? Right. And then they take the whole episode. I mean, even, you know, Riker twice in the episodes, like, right. really?
0: Really? Yeah.
1: You don't see what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. You can't see this? Right, And then Picard, literally in the last minute of the show, that's my son. What? You, yeah, yeah, no shit. We've known that since the last episode. Why can't you see that?
0: He could have he played it out saying, well, I'm not really your dad. I'm a synthetic. It wasn't this body that was in. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes, he's still Picard. Well, I'm not
1: going to get into this argument again.
0: Well, he can't reproduce. Can a synthetic reproduce?
1: Uh, well, yeah. The the ones uh, I thought they were all over on the first season.
0: Oh, okay. They can have kids.
1: I think so, but I don't know. I'm really not an expert on synthetic propagation. Well, I, I thought you were. You're a Star Trek guy. Well,
0: that's fairly new. Oh, okay. Um, at the end of the day, though, I, I want to see the next episode. And they kind of do the same maneuver at the end. Like, not if they can find us. Let's go into the nebula.
1: Okay. Yeah, like that's very Star Trek 2 Rathicon.
0: Yeah. Right. It's like
1: Okay, whatever. Go into the Nebula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're you're right. I am. I'm still interested. I want to see the next episode. Um, there were good things like Worf showing up. Fantastic. I do have one complaint though, and this is completely personal. <laughs> I want to. Okay, I'm such a Trekkie that I have a preference for different versions of the Enterprise. Enterprise D, it was fine, I enjoyed it for the whole series, but they immediately destroyed it at the end of Star Trek Generations. And then in Star Trek First Contact, we meet the Enterprise E, which is, which right then became, and has been ever since that movie came out 20 some odd years ago, my favorite version of the Enterprise. Okay. Okay. I don't know why it is. I just think it's sweet. The sovereign class enterprise has been my favorite ever since I first saw it. And I got to be in three films. And we really didn't see it much in the first film. Uh, not so much in Insurrection or not Insurrection. Was that it? Insurrection? Anyhow. We didn't get to see a lot of that ship, unfortunately. In the prequel... Comic books before Picard came out, they did a prequel to Picard. I think it was called Countdown. In the comics, Worf is now a captain and he's captain of the Enterprise E. And that lit me up. I would, from that point, I was like, yes, we need a Star Trek Worf show where he is captain of the Enterprise E. This is what we need. Now, unlike Lucasfilm and Marvel and You know, the Star Wars comics being canon. That's not so much with the Star Trek comics. They wrote, I hoped it was canon, but now we see with this episode, Worf is actually working as part of Starfleet Intelligence. Whether or not he's part of Section 31, we haven't found out yet. But he's clearly not captain of the Enterprise-E. And that bummed me out because that's where I want to see Worf. Did we ask
0: Heather last week about canon for Star Trek comics? Um, to answer question.
1: I all, I don't think we came right out and asked it. I think she just basically said, you know, obviously Paramount vets everything. Right. But being that they're not, it's licensed to IDW, right? So right. it's not like Marvel, which has the same corporate partners right. as Star Wars does with Disney being the parent company. There's not quite, you know, Disney can do that. They can say, okay, books, comics, video games. It's all Canon now right 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 so yeah as as I've seen I've bought there's a countdown before um, the Star Trek the JJ Abrams Kelvin verse movie this that Star Trek there was a countdown comic before that which I bought and enjoyed but again that's not Canon either they've changed some of the stuff from there so
0: well she was crazy to say she worked on some of the Kelvin. Comics is like the Calvin universe. That's a different set of comic books or whatever.
1: Yeah. So there's different universes in Star Trek now.
0: You know right. that, right? I do. Okay. So I'm not going to watch all of them though.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you don't have to. There's only there's two <laughs> universes and they haven't made, you know, since Star Trek 3. Right. You don't have to worry about it. So all that to say, God damn, I wish there was a Captain Wharf movie. That's it.
0: Well, what's your what's your prognos- uh, prognosis, um, exactly. prediction, prediction for this last season? I mean, as, no. are you going to like it? You think you think like? Um, I, I'm going to say you know I knew from episode from one minute into the Picard season two that this was going to suck. I knew before it started it was going to suck. Well, you were already um, biased you didn't like the fact they were back on Earth, well, that's what yeah, because it made it's cheap and it made it look like shit, and it was terrible. I understand um,
1: that, but my counter at the time and now was Star Trek Four had a very similar plot device. they filmed it you know at the time that was current that was current times, and they obviously did it to save money, and it's one of the best Star Trek movies that said, Picard Season two is atrocious so. That argument doesn't hold up there. Um, predictions. It's hard to say. You know, I've heard rumors because, of course, fanboys gonna rumor, right? I've heard rumors that people are saying that they're getting the Next Generation uh, crew back together because they're going to relaunch Next Generation uh, as a TV show. This is the final season of Star Trek Picard because they're going to do more Next Generation, right? That's a rumor. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't know. Patrick Stewart is in fantastic shape, but he's still 80 plus something years old, and it's starting to show. That doesn't mean he can't act. It doesn't mean that he can't be
0: Jean-Luc Picard. He should be used like like Leonard D. Moy was used in the Abrams movies.
1: The Kelvinverse, yeah, where he shows up, gives some flavor,
0: shows up for the a Yoda. scene or two. Yoda.
1: yes. Yes, but I don't see that happening.
0: Of course, Yoda had some damn good lit, uh, lightsaber fights and uh, prequels. but Yeah, but that's because they could CGI him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, am I going to like this season? I have hope. I've already, I, I mean, again, I know we spent a lot of time bitching about the first
0: two episodes. Well, this is better than season one and two so far. That's what I
1: was going to say. Season one, it was slow. It was plotting. God, ugh. They, they could have cut some out, But at least it gave a proper send-off to Data, and it was kind of touching in that way. But you're correct. I'm already enjoying this season much more, certainly more than episode, uh, season two, and yes, more than season one. So I, I think what they're thinking is, if this is the last season we're doing, we're going to give the fans what they want, which is we wanted.
0: We, we wanted the next generation cast to get back together. Not me. I wanted good stories. I don't care who's in it. Write some good shit, and they're not. Having I would it love good stories help. too, but we did not get that. We may not be getting. We're, so far, I don't think we're getting it here. We're getting cliched setups and playouts, and you know, here's this unknown bad thing from just outside the nebula, and here's like.
1: I'll go so far as to say, of
0: the new Trek,
1: I I like Discovery.
0: More that's the like best. Discovery is best of all of them so far.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I think you're better than Strange New Worlds? That's what I meant. Strange New Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Strange, yeah. 100%. Strange New Worlds is the best Star Trek has been in 20 years, hands down. At this point, because Picard, seasons one and two, are so weak. I got to put Discovery above that, above Picard. So, right now, Picard is the worst of the new Star Trek shows, which should not be.
0: I'm not going to lie. I never finished. What what's, what season is Discovery on now?
1: Don't ask me on air because I, oh. don't know. I think the next uh, season is going to be their fifth.
0: Is she running all of Starfleet now? I would assume she's running all of Starfleet now. No? Oh, no. she's not. Okay.
1: Once the show moved to the future, it got much better. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. I didn't think so. I I like it a lot more now.
0: Yeah. Anyways, all
1: right. Again, I'm not going to disagree with you. Making the seasons of Discovery a villain or monster of the season, I don't love it. But. it's been better than Picard's first two seasons, and yeah. that's where we're at. So, yes, this is the strongest season so far, only two because, episodes but in. But that's, this is what
0: Picard is going to be, the monster of the season.
1: Uh, maybe. Yeah. There's maybe. more to it because now we have, who, where the fuck did his son come from? What the fuck is
0: this? I don't know. Well, Steve, I two admit, people I meet and, the fact and they fall in love, they can do these things, and this is where kids come from. That's oh, where his son came from.
1: No, I know how it works.
0: I just want to know how he got an English accent if he wasn't, if Picard wasn't around. Right. Is that, I don't know if that was part of the English accents, part of DNA. Cause I have some, according to my, my, uh, ancestry, but I didn't get the accent. Uh, Picard's baby banners. Just that strong. <laughs> I
1: guess. <laughs> and I apologize to our listeners for just saying. baby batter. <laughs> Well, anyways,
0: make it so. Yeah. All right. Well, let, Everyone know how much they can tell us if they like Picard or not. <laughs> so yeah, are you any of you
1: listeners out there enjoying Picard Season Three? Let us know on either Twitter or Instagram at kybercast. If Facebook is more your jam, we have both a group and a page at the Kybercast. And as always, we have our website or kybercast at gmail.com. Let us know.
0: Um, you know what? I would bet to uh, I would I would wager a bet that saying that the comic books that Heather's working on will be better, well written than these shows. Uh, but I'll leave it at that. Um, if uh, you really want to help out the show, check out Patreon.com/slash/Kybercast, or better yet, smash that subscribe button to whatever podcatcher you're listening to right now. Tell your friends about our show. That usually helps. Um, if you don't like the person, tell 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 them anyways. Check out the show. Uh, You can find us on most podcatchers, or they can go to kybercast.com and listen right there. We have every episode streaming on our website. Um, Check out our swag there, too. We've got uh, a little shop there. You can buy some T-shirts and whatnot. That helps out the show as well. So check that out. Um, Mando starts next week. So we will get to that at some point.
1: Yeah. FYI, listeners... Uh, The
0: first week of March, yeah.
1: Joe is indisposed, so we're still working out how we're going to record in the next week or two.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll do it earlier. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see after Wednesday night. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anywho, um, until next time when Mando strikes and he says, This is the way. I have spoken piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.